4: the live
5: betting angles for every game. This is VCN Live Bet tonight with Femi Abefaye and Wes Reynolds on V-CIN, the sports betting network.
6: Welcome back. This is hour number 2 of VCN Live Bet tonight, coming to you from the VCN Studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abefaye alongside Wes Reynolds who we are here on a Friday night watching Game 1 of the World Series. Where we do now have a brand new baseball game mm-hmm. here because we are knotted at it's a whole five. new game. It's a whole new game after Real Muto went ahead and had the bases clearing double to make it a 5 5 game right now. Two outs to go, a runner on third with Castellanos now at the plate here facing 0 2. But uh, this West has really been quite the comeback from Philadelphia uh, as high as 14 to 1. Mm hmm now down to plus 130 to win this game. Houston's still the favorite minus 160. So we're almost kind of back to the we're back to the pre-flop yeah. numbers here essentially after 10 complete runs on the board, but right now the total sitting at 13 and a half, Jude's toward the under at minus 125, but this has really been quite the pa- past yeah. couple of innings here and in a performance that's been really impressive by Philadelphia. Yeah, no
5: question about it. Uh by the way, we do have uh, Alvarado warming up in the bullpen for the Philadelphia Phillies. So uh uh Bringing in a uh, left-hander, perhaps to uh, face Pena and Jordan Alvarez and Alex Bregman, that would be two, Smart. three, four in the lineup. <laughs> so Aaron Nola looks like he's going to have a short night, and uh, I got to think uh, whatever happens here, this might be it for Justin Verlander.
6: Yeah, I think they're, they're going to probably let him get out of this inning, and then it'll be done. Yeah, because this has been a, it's been a tough past couple of innings, fourth inning, and now this inning here for Verlander, he's going to give up five earned runs and maybe even more. Based on what Nick Cassiano says here, and I know you have the first five bet. Which, yeah, plus one forty. Man, that's quite the roller coaster ride there. But it
5: it it has and it, been. And it's still so, it's still uh, in progress. Now now would be a time for. There's a drive to left by Castellanos. <laughs> yeah,
6: yeah, yeah, we'll take that.
5: <laughs> now would be that time.
6: Yeah, we'll take. We're, we're not going to take what leads up to that point. No, moment, but, no, I, we'll, I left.
5: We'll, I left out the first part. Yeah
6: but a uh, family show it, it is a family show as he's going to go ahead and strike out there to end the inning so verlander finally gets through five here but uh not without any sort of pain as he gives up two more runs right now houston goes up to minus 180 they're on the money line phillies go up to plus 145 justin verlander right now his box score looking like five innings pitched, six hits five earned runs two walks and five strikeouts so I would imagine at 90 pitches, he's done for the night.
5: Yeah, you would think so. And then uh, obviously wanting to see what happens. I think he's done regardless, even if the Astros don't put up anything on the board. So now with the updated prices, minus 180 on the Astros, plus Mm -hmm. 145 Phillies, if you want to go run line, plus one and a half on the Phills, 240, minus one and a half, plus 195 on the Strohs.
6: So we're clearly rooting for you to go ahead and push. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, we, we get I, I clean would like a uh,
5: three up, three down, assuming that uh, Jose Alvarado is coming in. He was certainly warming up in the bullpen, and that would seem to be the the right move uh, to go ahead and bring that left hander in. Uh, yeah, Verlander threw 36 pitches in the first three, and then 54 in the last two, and now uh, we're getting because we're getting these live series prices uh, uh, pointed out to us by our producer Aaron Oster mm-hmm. in terms of it draft gains now basically where it was uh before the st- first pitch of game one tonight astros minus 195 plus 170 on the phillies
6: so the phillies were probably like what around plus 280 ish or so when they got down five nothing mm-hmm. around that range because uh, houston was at minus 310 at yeah draft for the series yep for the series and then mgm had it at minus 350 so i'd imagine maybe plus 280 plus maybe plus 290 over at mgm uh, now down to plus one seventy here. Hell, they might even steal this game, <laughs> you know. And, and and you said that mm-hmm. this is the one that they kind of have to get if they want to win this series here. Uh, now I think I think either one yeah. game one or two you can get it, but yeah, you, you want to have but, a good but, feeling. But, early. But,
5: but yeah, absolutely. I mean, you got to get you know one of the two with Nolan Wheeler uh, on the heel. Obviously, uh, no price yet tomorrow with the conclusion of this uh, long to be decided, but it will be Zach Wheeler and Framber Valdez tomorrow night.
6: Yeah, no. This is going to be a it's going to be a fun end of this baseball game. I think it's setting up to be pretty good here. Uh, hopefully, we can get out this one clean in the bottom of the fifth and get Wes his money back on the first five bet. What was the number that you had that at?
5: Plus one forty on on the uh, first five. So, uh, yeah, yeah, money back guarantee. The mattress <laughs> Mac money back guarantee. Maybe yeah. mattress Mac. He, he's guaranteed himself money either he way. Has. He, he, he he's not a dummy, folks. No, he, he knows what he's Far doing. Far from here. it.
6: Far from it. As uh, he's went ahead and got himself a little profit there. Yeah. What do we, we talk about earners and, and arbitrage mm-hmm. players like mm-hmm. that, that's the ultimate. Yeah, and he bets with his heart, <laughs>
5: but he also bets with his mind in terms of how he hedges against his business and the giveaways and the promotion that he does down there in the greater Houston area. So uh, you know, if I uh, get my money back, maybe I'll have enough to uh, spend it on a Sealy posturpedic <laughs> or something
6: get you that memory foam.
5: Yes. Is <laughs> we'll try to I, do. I yeah. need to get that 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 sleep number bed.
6: Yeah. Which I still don't even understand the concept of the, of the sleep number, but
5: I don't know, but it's like I hear it and I want one, but it's like Sounds, I, sounds I, awesome. but it's like I move around so much. I flop around like a fish, so yeah. I don't really I I don't know if I could get a sleep number, but <laughs> anyway, I
6: digress. Uh, Jeremy Peña is at the plate here for the Houston Astros and right now his Exact result in play out plus 135, strikeout plus 155, single plus 550, walk hit by pitch is 7 to by 1. By the way, brought, back, brought out
5: Aaron Nola. Maybe was just yeah. getting Alvarado a warm up here and uh, thinking that uh, Nola. I don't know if this is a first inning or if maybe this is just a pitch to Pena or this is to pitch to the first two guys. See if he can get Pena and Alvarez and then maybe bring in uh, Alvarado for Bregman
6: boy man do you want to really hang out a pitcher that's out there that one too many batters when it's your on alvarez that's right coming up yeah I, I ex- don't, I don't know exactly I don't
5: that. exactly even though uh alvarez or bregman haven't touched him up tonight jeremy Pena did get a hit off of him yeah. so you know if nola can at least get through this clean because he's only at like 77 pitches yeah he's yeah, so he's, he's not fresh. tired but it's just like the momentum here you know was so big early on but uh He got some run support which he didn't get a lot of in the regular season he had to be like so perfect like when i would run those numbers every day the xfip and the era and then you look at that run support man and there were so many times he was getting like two runs three one runs one run you know didn't have this uh mass fashion that he's got tonight with the (laughs) phillies
6: which is interesting because everybody's talked about this phillies lineup being like a big mashers club so, it's almost like the weird trick that the baseball guys were putting on him. And mm-hmm. then it's like, hey, we know that you play for a team that has some big bats, but whenever you pitch, those bats are going to be cold as ice. Right. Right. <laughs> he, uh,
5: he was uh, uh, very good there, though. Got Pena to swing mm-hmm. at that low fastball. So, one down, at least so far. So, look, uh, if Nola goes one, two, three, though, in this inning – you do not want him yeah, facing okay, well, Tucker Guriel Mancini for a third time. They're not
6: going to let him face Jordan yeah, Alvarez. They're gonna let him be, yeah. They're not going to let him. Yeah, they're not going to let him face
5: Alvarez a third yeah. time either. So I got to think this is Alvarado coming in uh, to go lefty on lefty. Yeah, no,
6: I, I I agree with this decision here to pull him at this point mm-hmm. because Alvarez, you know, you don't want a guy that's out there just one too many batters yeah. to face him. He's, I mean, one of the most lethal hitters in the in the league. Might be the most lethal hitter in the league. I mean, Aaron Judge is out there, of course, but. Uh, Based on the consistency, what we've seen from Alvarez. Yeah. He definitely pulverized my Mariners. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely.
5: Uh, Uh, (laughs) My my first one of the year, having a total where I've got an under and it goes to overtime, Cleveland and Boston now in overtime at 114. Said the under 107, recommended that at the top. 91 points in the second half, handicapped it right, but now you got to get through five minutes with uh, less than 16. That's uh, ho- yeah. Ho- hopefully we hopefully we
6: can build some brick houses.
5: Oh man, I I, I hate those. Have you are you, you keeping know, tabs
6: we- in the the Laker game?
5: Yeah, I am. Lakers down seven now with yeah. five oh eight left to go. Yeah, we're dancing on the line
6: here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's where If we can get a nice Lakers run, that'd be great. LeBron right now twenty five points, six rebounds, three assists. Rudy Gobert sixteen points, eighteen rebounds and two assists for the Stifle tower. But
5: it does look like, uh, in uh, one of my uh, pre-flop bets tonight that I did make, looks like we're going to get home. Indiana Pacers up 12 against the Washington Wizards. Took the Pacers at 5.5. Uh, Pacers, rough start. They're not going to win a lot of games, 1 and 4, but Wizards team you know they struggle defensively just like the Pacers do so it looks like the blue and gold gonna get a road win
6: well real quick while we have a little bit of time here with the pitching change in the baseball game let's handicap some of these west coast games here in these final two minutes Rockets Blazers Portland right now four-point favorites Total 222 and a half here. Anything for you in this yeah, game?
5: Yeah, just looking at the uh, lineup, no Damian Lillard. He is going to miss with that calf mm-hmm. injury. We were against Portland the other night with Miami. They got home relatively easily. Lillard didn't return to the game. So starting lineups so of the Rockets going to be Kevin Porter Jr., Jalen Green, Eric Gordon, Jabari Smith, and uh, Alperin Sengun. And then for the Blazers, uh, Shaden Sharp takes the uh, place of Dame tonight oh, in the fine. starting lineup with Anthony Simons, Josh Hart, Jeremy Grant, and Yusuf Nurkic. Uh, so... Total has gone down a little bit to 222 and a half. It would have been about 226, I think, if Lillard had played. Mm So didn't bet this game. Small lean, though, to the Rockets.
6: How about Pelicans and the Suns over out there in the Valley of the Sun in Phoenix? Phoenix right now, eight-point favorites total, 225 and a half. Uh, there in Arizona.
5: Yeah, a lot of uh, different injuries tonight uh, for the Pelicans starting lineup is Alvarado, McCollum, Niall, Marshall, Trey, Murphy, and JV, Jonas Valanciunas, so that tells you uh, not only know Zion Williamson, he's out with that hip injury, mm-hmm. but also no Brandon Ingram, also no Herb Jones, and then uh, Kyra Lewis has been out the guard for the entire season, so uh, Phoenix uh, looks like they've got the good, clean bill of health. Of course, uh, they beat Golden State the other night, so you know when I look at this. If I were to bet anything, I'd bet New Orleans in the first half. Okay, because that's where it's like, okay, we know we're down again. And look, they were down the other night too, shorthanded, and went ahead and beat the Dallas Mavericks. So I would be looking first half because maybe the Warriors kind of feeling themselves a little bit. They beat the they're the Suns rather. They beat the Warriors. Mm-hmm. So maybe plus four and a half, minus a dollar five. And I think there's a five actually at
6: DraftKings. Ooh, a five would be a really good shot. Right there, you get a five in the first half. I wouldn't hate it. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to get concerned about my Zion MVP ticket there. The injuries, it doesn't seem like they're going to stop for this young man, which is unfortunate because he's a lot right. of a talent. But hopefully he can come back soon and get back to his ways on the court. Uh, stick with us. On the other side, Danielle Alvari, VEASAN betting analyst, joins us to talk a little Pac-12 college football.
2: From BBC Radio 4. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeart Radio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
3: There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time.
1: This is VSIN Live
5: Bet Tonight with Femia Bebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circa Sportsbook on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
6: Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight, coming to you from the VSIN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino. Femia Bebefe alongside Wes Reynolds uh, in the baseball game. Wes, right now we're tied up at five, heading mm-hmm. to the sixth inning, meaning. You get your money back guarantee. Yeah, yeah, we do
5: get our money back. Uh, plus 140, uh, all tied at five. So that is a push. Uh, we'll see if uh, Verlander is going to come back out here for the uh, sixth inning, uh, three up, three down. So, yeah, it looks it's like, like okay, done. Verlander is going to be done. So it'll be six, seven, eight, bomb, uh, Stott, and Segura coming up for the fills.
6: Yeah, so Verlander goes under his out recorded prop of 17 and a half. But uh, we're going to put the baseball to the side here as we bring in our guest this evening. And she joins us every. Friday at 7:15. our own Danielle Alvari VEASAN betting analyst to talk a little college football specifically in the Pac-12 Danielle hope all is well we appreciate your time as we always do uh, let's start here with this Oregon and California game here before we get into the game I just want to ask you about the Ducks because they played your Bruins last Saturday we were talking during the break that how it was not so great of a showing for the guys out there at UCLA This Ducks team, are you buying into them as a national title contender with Bo Nix playing probably his best game that he's ever played in his college career?
3: National title contender is a no for me, simply because of the defense. If you look at that UCLA Oregon game, we knew it was gonna be a shootout and Oregon had a better game plan for it. They recovered that onside kick. That was a smart choice, especially early in the game. And people say, oh, it was only smart because it worked out, but it did. UCLA was not prepared for it. Uh, Obviously the weather was also in Oregon's favor. They're probably a little bit more used to that weather, but at the same time, Oregon just had the better game plan here. They did not have the better defense. They weren't really getting stops for UCLA's offense necessarily. Uh, UCLA's offense just wasn't really on the field ever to get a chance to score. And that's really what it came down to was Oregon just making much smarter moves and UCLA's defense being unable, of course, to stop anything on Oregon's offense. So yes, the offense looking very prolific and Bo Nix, I will say I'm going to stop like hating on him a little bit. I think that he, (laughs) deserve that at least. Uh, Oregon's offense averaging over 42 points per game, which is seventh in the country, so I see why you're bringing up national title hopes, but I just don't think this defense can possibly keep up with the other teams at the top, the Ohio States of the world, etc.
5: Yeah, this is actually a little bit of a tricky spot. We were talking about it during the break uh, for the uh, Oregon Ducks going to Cal if you like the trends and you think the trend is your friend, Justin Wilcox, 23-9-1 and one against the number as an underdog in his wow. career, 71.9%. Uh, and when it's 7-plus points, 17-3 against the number, 85%. And if you look at him as a favorite, like sometimes you get those coaches, guys, where – it's like okay, this is a really good underdog coach, or this is a really good favorite coach. Wilcox is the former really good underdog coach, only 15 mm-hmm. and one against the number as a favorite. So uh, I went uh, back with my pals Cal again, Danielle. <laughs> I was on him against Washington. Washington looked like the dominant team, but Cal just kept hanging around.
3: You are very good at betting these ugly dogs, and especially <laughs> in the Pac-12 West. I appreciate oh, you. And oh, I was going to have a couple you. more for you. <laughs> I'm, oh, I bet you do. If, it, if you say the word Colorado, I swear. Uh, but no. I don't have
5: that one for you. <laughs>
3: okay, thank goodness. I don't have Please that. Even I have my actual, limits. The actual bottom of the barrel here. <laughs> But I see why you looked at Cal here. I wanted to know if you thought this went too far. I know that you, I think, got 17 and a half on them. Mm -hmm. We saw this line shoot up in favor of Oregon. Probably an overreaction to what they saw versus UCLA. I mean, this opened at 12, was up to 15 and a half earlier this week. Now up to 17, 17 and a half. So at what point does this get out of control? And I like your note that you said about Wilcox being a good, you know, underdog coach here. And they are at home getting 17 and a half. Oregon's offense is that good. But can Cal's defense junk it up a little bit? Uh, Oregon has won six games in a row. 40 plus points in in most of those games if not all so we're seeing this total at 50 Eight earlier in the week, now down to 56 and a half. No surprise to me there, because I do think that we could see this go under simply because I don't know how Cal is going to put up points, but at least they're against an Oregon defense, like I mentioned, that I don't think is necessarily the best defense in the Pac-12. We'll say not one of the top defenses, but nevertheless, probably a higher talent level on this Oregon team, which is another discrepancy we saw between Oregon and UCLA. The talent level was just not the same on both sides. Oregon's talent was just much higher. So uh, Oregon, I liked them a lot at 15 and a half. I think 17 and a half has gotten a little out of hand here. So I would be with Wes here and look to Cal plus 17 and a half and, if can get it.
5: And speaking of ugly underdogs, another one that I'm on that has actually gotten mm-hmm. some support, certainly more so than the uh, Cal side against Oregon. And that's the uh, Arizona wildcats bear down hosting no. the USC Trojans. We are now down to 14 here at circus sports, uh 14 wow. and a half, 15. I, I got 16 earlier in the week. So uh, look, uh, USC, uh, you know, ha- had a week off after that loss against Utah, Are they going to come out a little bit flat? Arizona, the defense isn't very good, but Jed Fish has definitely improved the offense. Uh, What say you, Danielle?
3: I thought 15.5 on USC was too easy. It was too tempting, which already off the bat should give you a red flag of what's going on here. Why is it moving towards the 14 and a half, but people backing Arizona's offense here, obviously, because they're certainly not backing either of these teams defenses. USC's defense is allowing 22 points per game, which is 41st in the country. They're allowing 231 passing yards, something that's going very well for Arizona to Wes's point 150 rushing yards, which again, isn't that 70th range for the rank in the country. Uh, and their one bright spot really on defense has just been that they've been able to force turnover. So I think that's going to guarantee them the win here. USC is going to be able to score at will, uh, And Arizona's also been giving the ball up a lot. I think 11 times this season, USC has only done that once. So I do think that turnovers could be the breakdown of Wes's bet here. If you are going to go on the Arizona side of things, but uh, the Wildcats, I mean, Jane Delora has looked good. He's going to be able to air it out against USC's defense. He's thrown for nearly 2,300 yards, 19 touchdowns, 400 yards and four touchdowns against the Huskies and Arizona's offense, as we know, is fifth in passing yards. So uh, both defenses, nothing to bet on here. So you can see why the total is out of control. Control and so high here, and could still go over, could easily go over this. Um, but Arizona's defense, USC's defense, non existent. I think that USC's offense is that much better than Arizona's. So I think if you get down to Arizona or USC like minus 14 before game time, I would be into that.
6: We're speaking with Danielle Alvari, Visa and Betting Analyst. Uh, Danielle, you mentioned how you don't really want to get involved with this Colorado team, but we saw a couple weeks ago Colorado was a big underdog against Cal, mm-hmm. winning that game outright in overtime. What is it that has you avoiding the buffs here as they host Arizona State as 13 and a half point dogs? This line hasn't
3: really budged much this week, which is interesting. I think it's an overreaction to what happened for ASU in that Stanford loss. They lost 15 to 14. They were up 14 to six in the first quarter. Then Stanford shuts them down in the second half, which again, Stanford's defense is pretty much the only thing it's had going for it to the point that they won that game with only field goals, five field goals. (laughs) So I can see why there's a reaction here to what the heck happened with ASU, but you have to forget, like, there's very little leadership going on over there. It's a little bit chaotic, Uh, but if you look a little bit closer, they averaged nearly six yards per play against Stanford and held them to 4.8 yards per play. Uh, Also to those five field goals. None of those were actual touchdowns. So a little bit more credit to ASU, I think. And also they had that upset win over Washington 45 to 38, Um, I get it. The Buffalo, maybe you think that they're going to stick around because they had a good game against one of the other bad teams in the Pac-12 but I think that ASU is a step above as far as the tiers are concerned in the pac 12 the Buffalo have allowed 38 points or more in all six of their losses this season on the offensive side they're 129th in college football in scoring less than 14 points per game um Yeah, they beat Cal as a 15-point dog, but then they lost by 33 to Oregon State. So I think that ASU may have a little bit of value here. And again, you're getting under two touchdowns. Uh, I think that they can maybe hang this on a very, very bad Colorado team.
5: Danielle, got a little over 90 seconds here. We will go to the Pac-12 After Dark spot Stanford uh, out at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California, to take on the UCLA Bruins. UCLA off that first loss. That's often a really tough spot, you know, what I call the bubble burst here Mm -hmm. when your undefeated season and your O had to go in the loss column. But they're getting Stanford uh, 16 and a half. This is one that I played at 17 small on Stanford. Probably the ugliest dog in the conference here. What's the mindset here with UCLA recovering from that loss, even though still right in the Pac-12 title race?
3: That hurts me, Wes. It hurts me to say you're doing it, but I get it. This line moved a lot. It was UCLA 15 earlier in the week. 730 really late kickoff for them. Latest they've seen all season. I think we've had all morning games so far. I'm going to be at this game, actually. I'm going to be the MC, the in game MC. I'm very hey, excited. Awesome. It's homecoming. Nice. It's homecoming. I was going to be just like cheerleader on the sideline, homecoming kind of thing, but now I get to actually work the game. So if I can get paid for it, absolutely. But <laughs> uh, maybe I'll use that money to bet. Who knows? But UCLA's actually not beaten Stanford in the Rose Bowl since 2008, which is a fun fact. But, uh, UCLA is definitely the better team here. Their defense has to back bounce back. To your point, uh, I do think that. Uh you could lean towards looking at this over perhaps, but again, we go back to Stanford scored no touchdowns. They had five field goals just last week. They haven't been able to score very much. The one thing that maybe has been going well for them this season, if you look at their offense is passing and UCLA did struggle versus Oregon. You have to imagine that gets shored up and tightened up after the embarrassment. It wasn't just like a bad performance by the defense versus Oregon. It was embarrassing. So you have to imagine there's some bounce back there. They're back at home and also Pac-12 home favorites this year. There's only one this week. It's UCLA. It's a big number, but home favorites are 33 and one on the year so will it happen again i don't know but i like the under here i do like under 66 and a half i think ucla's defense is going to crack down stanford's defense has looked good so that's what i'm on
6: there we go stanford likes to play those games where they kind of muck it up so i like that underplay there they're gonna need to against that offense definitely uh danielle we got about 20 seconds left but when do the homecoming festivities start
3: oh early i'm gonna be there so early (sighs) i'm gonna be there at five i don't know (laughs)
6: wow <laughs> we have already started the Rose in Westwood. <laughs> it's a track. yeah well have fun out there with homecoming you'll be doing the mc that sounds like a great time so we will look out for you tomorrow afternoon she is danielle alvari vs and betting analyst danielle we'll talk to you next week
5: thanks guys thanks
6: danielle awesome stuff we'll talk a little more college football on the other side and get you updated here on the world series
5: this is v live bet tonight with family of and Wes reynolds live from the circus sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network
6: Basketball season tipped off last week, and so did all the basketball promotions on BetRivers' online sportsbook. BetRivers is the place to go for the latest odds, lines, and unique promotions. Like our weekly same-game parlays, place three or more same-game parlays each week to receive a free $10 basketball free bet during October and November. Go to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today. It's a whole new game welcome back this is Vison live bet tonight Femia and alongside wes reynolds uh, right now the game in the world series between the, the houston astros and the philadelphia phillies played at minute Maid park right now it's five five in the bottom of the six two outs mm-hmm. and one on here for houston
5: and we did just have a uh, coach's challenge by the way in minnesota it looks like the call got overturned they were called russell westbrook for the block mm-hmm. and you know it, lo- it looked like a charge but yeah i guess edward's still at the line it said overturned here on my uh score so uh, so apparently not because uh that was the challenge so i guess anthony edwards is still going to be at the line
6: yeah it's not great for our bet yeah
5: uh but the, the the call okay okay did they call it on lebron on the drive is that what they Attention. did because because westbrook was not in the cylinder there so uh as they're showing edwards at the line rudy gobert by the way 20 and 20 tonight and uh, Anthony Edwards Ooh. goes ahead and makes the first. Uh, he missed it. We already miss it. Yeah, you yeah. yeah, m- missed the first. He makes the second here. I think we're on a little bit of a delay as they show AD sitting out tonight on the bench with an injury. So uh, going to be a, a timeout for the Lakers or no, they're just going to go ahead and go here. Uh, we're, we are basically Please on plus away. six for the game. So
6: oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah
5: yeah yeah and uh now rudy's got a and breakaway that's... and is that going to be a clear path
6: I, I don't even want to watch that game anymore yeah
5: yeah Like like <laughs> yes. lake, lake lakers find a way uh you know to uh, not get it done so uh still them and uh who is the other winless team i believe he said sacramento. sacramento
6: i think it's at sacramento yeah
5: lakers and the Kings clash of the titans we'll get a lot of those meetings this year
6: so that'll be a small loser um, maybe
5: not there. yet let's see yeah. uh, what uh, what Rudy does at the line I've, here I've,
6: I've just written the Lakers off I, just, I
5: know it's so easy to as, do as an, as an entire that, that, that was my uh, one loser on Wednesday when I had them against the Denver Nuggets just, and,
6: I, and I'm the same guy that said that hey if the Lakers were to get in the playoffs you don't want to have to see this team mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, can they even get into the playoffs? yeah you're going to
5: want to you're going to want to see some new players I, I think yeah. on that roster as I would expect that some uh, trades are go going to be made to...
6: It, it, it's honestly one of the more crazy turn of events. Mm-hmm. They win the title, and then the year later, then like they have the injuries. Kind of Anthony Davis got hurt, so that series against Phoenix kind of got off the rails there. But then you follow that up, and then it just goes south. Yeah. After this Westbrook trade, and man, like this was like they won the title. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, like I'm not dreaming. I know there was in the bubble and all that, but this team won the title. And for it to get to where it has gotten now to where like, they're scratching and clawing just to maybe get right. into the play-in. Right. And I know there's still a lot of basketball left to be played, but this doesn't look like a team that's going to go ahead and be in that top six or top eight. This is going to be mm-hmm. like a nine or a 10 seed at the absolute best, mm-hmm. unless they make a trade fast.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, timeout, by the way. Lakers, I believe, will have one left. So uh, need a bucket here. Uh, I, you know what? I'd preferred a no foul uh, with less than 20 seconds to go, but... Uh, obviously we've got to have the make first and then deal with the foul later. So one Oh nine to one Oh one Lakers leading the Timberwolves, by the way, that this, it closed eight pretty much market wide. So if Lakers miss here and, and you took them for the full game or you laid it with the Timberwolves, you're probably not getting a foul here with what will be about less than 15 seconds and down eight NBA teams. You don't see them foul very often. So, uh, no, no spread here. Just money line. Is Timberwolves are going to win this Ooh. game? We'll see if we can get home with the Lakers second half. It's
6: like uh, JT Realmuto is a little shaken up after the pitch was fouled yeah, off yeah, of yeah. the that face was mask. A, that was a hard, that was a hard guard. collision.
5: That was a. Uh, it's not great. The ball meets face mask, and uh, face mask might have won on that one. Yeah,
6: well, he's doing all right. Um, but right now, it's a uh, Houston minus 155, Phillies plus 125 here. So the, the numbers are pretty. Close to what we saw pre flop, but uh, right now Philly's at least a sh- little shorter of a dog, and the Astros a little cheaper of a favorite. But that just went back up to minus 180 and plus 145, so right back to what we were at uh before this game got underway. Here, Did the Lakers get fouled, I basically?
5: believe they called a foul, it or they called like, a jump ball.
6: Yeah, yeah, it
5: looks like uh, Edwards got that pretty clean. I thought that was a uh, Russ, by the way, driving to the bucket here and uh, he'll go ahead and make the first and uh, please make it obviously obviously need him to uh, go ahead and make the second that would be uh preferable yeah
6: so so they're gonna foul though is the situation
5: yeah because they do have that one timeout left so uh we'll see if uh they go ahead and make it and of course he does not he goes ahead and misses the second free throw. rebound to go bear lakers are going to foul well
6: Gobert, maybe he'll miss one.
5: Yeah, he did miss one uh, on the other end, uh, so uh, we'll see if he can go ahead and do that. As Now, uh, two runners on here in the bottom of the six at Minute Maid Park. Martin Maldonado uh, got a base hit earlier, but look, this is a guy that, you know, if there's a batter in this lineup you can attack as a pitcher, it's Martin Maldonado. Mm-hmm. If you remember, that was really what cost the Yankees and really put them behind the eight ball in the series when Luis Severino hit him. And then all of a sudden, what's that lead to? He was the leadoff man of the inning, and Martin Maldonado, he's not in there for his hitting. He's in there because he's one of the better pitch framers and one of the better defensive catchers in baseball. Easy out, but, you know, when you hit him, they got enough guys that are going to drive him in. Yeah.
6: It's uh, two outs right now for Maldonado, two on. Uh, Gobert, in the basketball game, made his first one Mm -hmm. 16 seconds ago. We'll see if he's able to make this second one, but... Uh, it's pretty much desperation time here. For yeah, yeah. He I mean, it, jack it, up a it, shot.
5: It, yeah, they they basically just like take a shot here, and and you know, and I I don't think that they're going to foul, uh, no matter what happens here. And he uh, I believe went ahead and missed, missed the second. It. So it is LeBron with the ball Gonna end one to run, Westbrook, run. and my God, my God, dribbled it right off his knee. oh Oh, boy uh, this 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 team this team's a this team's a comedy of errors what do
6: you say what what do you even say there
5: yeah
6: at a clear clear layup
5: yeah lebron at i mean he was absolutely right there and and you know lebron gets a rebound gets it and goes makes the outlet pass and uh now timeout on the floor 10.8 left to go that was the ball game
6: and that was the second half cover
5: yes yeah wow wow it it's it, it, it's getting worse before
6: it's getting better in los angeles fun night in the association yep fun night mm-hmm. uh, well at least we have a compelling baseball game to talk about because yeah man that that was not mm. well end of the sixth astros and the phillies are tied at five minus 135 is where houston sits plus 105 for Philadelphia the total sitting at 12 and a half under minus 120 I mean we pretty much have a clean slate here in this game now we're into the bullpens is mm-hmm. there a side that you would lean toward here I mean Philly has I don't know if they still have the quote-unquote momentum since they did their scoring a little bit earlier in the game but it feels like if you're Philadelphia you would take this 100 yeah times no out of no, 100. no
5: absolutely on the road here so uh Looks like uh, we'll see if it's a breu for the 7th. It's going to be Marsh, Schwarber, and Hoskins, 9-1-2 again, to be the top of the 7th. I think the Astros have the deeper bullpen. I would expect maybe Zach Gafflin, who did go uh, two-thirds of an inning there, gave up a hit and a walk. We'll see if they bring him out there again, because I think they're going to want Sir Anthony Dominguez for the 8th and the ninth.
6: Yeah, so. Like, oh, wow. Lakers going to
5: prolong it. Uh, we'll see if uh, you know they can get a missed foul shot and maybe a— Maybe a push out of the deal, but that 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 uh Russell Westbrook just dribbling it right off his knee when he had an easy layup, and Minnesota is putting up no resistance. Yeah, by they, the they
6: way. don't want to foul. They don't want to make. Yeah, it so like so, a, like so that was Edwin
5: that, that or... was at least a push. Uh, if you uh, bet that second half and got the plus six, so we'll see if uh I like think this is Edwards at the line. Yeah, this is Edwards yeah, at the line. Ahead, see if. Uh, he uh, goes ahead and uh, maybe misses the second so,
6: I mean this does have spread drama it does it because this did close stuff. eight
5: pretty much everywhere so
6: right now a nine-point game Edwards we'll see if he can get to 30 points with another made free throw because if he does the Lakers mm-hmm. I believe they're the only team that has yet to cover the spread so far this season yeah so they're in danger of not only going oh and five straight up but oh and five ATS as. Looks like the Lakers and will just go I, ahead and they're dribble gonna, Are they well, gonna take a shot. Well, I think wow, not even gonna take a shot. They know, and
5: they're not. So uh, that goes awry. One eleven to one o two. So Timberwolves not only cover the second half, they cover all numbers here.
6: <laughs> That's incredible. They covered all the numbers, and the Lakers fall to zero and five they're against. Get, and the they were getting
5: zero and five chance uh, from the uh, people in the defined people in the Twin Cities. They deserve it. Yes, they do. They deserve it. Yes, they do. This is this is a uh, this is a bad team. Uh, I'm trying to figure out. Okay, when can are they going to get their win? Can but... we
6: like flex them out of primetime games? I know this mm-hmm. wasn't a nationally televised yeah. game, but ESPN or TNT, whatever, so, whatever, whoever else is doing nationally televised games. So now,
5: they'll like, go home to Staples, like, by like, the way, like, and get, get the out. Nuggets on Sunday night, trying yeah. to get that first win.
6: I don't want to see this team anymore. That's that's where I sit right now. Probably bet on them Sunday night. Who knows? (laughs) We'll see how the NFL bets go. (laughs) We're up against it here. We'll get you caught up in the World Series Game 1 right now. Top of the seventh here. Tied at five.
2: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's
6: biggest paranormal podcast
2: is going on a road
6: trip. I thought in that moment, oh, my God, we've summoned something from this board.
2: Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
3: The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write.
4: Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor.
3: And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu.
4: Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen.
0: I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.
3: This is VSIN Live
5: Bet Tonight with Femi MFA and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
6: Get everything VSIN has to offer for the rest of the football season for only $99. Sign up now and get VSIN Pro access all the way through the Super Bowl, including our Pro Picks daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Pro tools like our exclusive betting splits, pro tips with actionable insights to up your betting game, deep dive daily betting reports on the NBA, NHL, and MLB playoffs, plus our upcoming college basketball, college bowl, and Super Bowl betting guides. Give yourself an edge. Visit vsincom slash subscribe to get your $99 midseason special today. That's vsincom slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is Veasan Live Bet tonight, coming to you from the Veasan Studios here at the Circle Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abefei alongside Wes Reynolds. Um, As
5: we remain bemused by the uh, <laughs> Los Angeles Lakers, that's, that's definitely. But we put it in the past.
6: Yeah, you know what? We turn. We turn the chapter. We we, we, do, we do turn to the chapter. Although we were talking about it during the break, then mm-hmm. and I just tweeted out, it's like LeBron, Brady, Rogers, all yeah. playing for bad teams right now. Yep it's yeah and our producer Aaron Oster said it's the passing of the torch.
5: father time catches up with everyone it's
6: it's the passing of the torch and it's I mean for me although I don't think
5: LeBron is necessarily at the end of his uh physical peak obviously on the back nine but with this bunch he's not winning the ring
6: oh hell no he, yeah, nah,
5: he yeah. might not win a ring for this franchise
6: no yeah that's not it's not gonna work there uh, luckily they got that ring in the bubble yeah um otherwise this could would be uh a, still counts a they still hung a banner for it, it does it does which is one of the funny things that i always see when people talk about like oh like the pelicans won the trade i'm like well are the pelicans gonna win a title
5: yeah exactly <laughs> like
6: and i think they have, a, they have a chance to but that's to win the trade you got to win the title because that's what the lakers have already done with anthony davis even though it's become an absolute disaster now for this franchise but uh right now in houston phillies and the astros tied up at five here in the seventh uh, philadelphia plus 120 houston minus 150 and there's two outs one on in the top of the seventh here for philly i'm trying to see who is at the plate right now for the phillies but it looks like we, i think we just had hoskins that it just struck out yeah
5: so we have jt real muto, real muto
6: yep so real real muto right now at the plate after he uh Took that pitch that fouled off his face guard in the previous inning and kind of got shaken up, but appears to be okay since he's at the plate right now. One for three so far here on the evening. But when you look at the exact plate appearance results, strikeout is the favorite outcome at even money. In play out plus 185, single plus 650, walk hit by pitch 12 to 1, double 22 to 1, home run at 28 to 1 here for Real Muto there. Uh, and a chance for him to be able to, you know, mm-hmm. not, not really put one on, but potentially get runners on the corner, or mm-hmm. maybe runners on second and third here uh, for Philadelphia and what has been a tie game. It's been an entertaining baseball game. Yeah, it has slowed down after we saw the the third and fourth innings, or I think it was the fourth and the fifth inning when Philadelphia was able to put those five runs on the board, but it's, it's going to be a nail biter. The folks out there at Minimade Park, it looked like it was smooth sailing for this Astros team, but now they're in, they're in a dogfight here in game one.
5: Yeah, and look, uh, we know Philadelphia, they can can put the bat on the ball in a hurry here. So, uh, you know, being minus 160 Astros, plus 130 on the Phillies. So uh, JT Real Muto, uh, two outs here in the top of the seventh, uh, gonna try to keep this going. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, in the association now, 124 to 120, no live price. Uh, Bulls are gonna start to foul here. Spur, Spurs have been starting out very well, and that's an absolutely a tankarama for <laughs> Wembanyama situation down there. In oh. in South Texas, but they keep winning.
6: Yeah, the pop's got to choose. Papa has got to
5: say, "Hey, what are you guys said, doing, fellas? Let's relax." What the hell are here? you guys doing? Let's, let's relax. I'm not getting any younger. I want to build another Tim Duncan and although, Dave Rob- David Robinson here.
6: Although there's no way he's sticking around for yama I I wouldn't
5: think so. Uh, <laughs> there's no way. He, he he may get moved to uh, President Emeritus or <laughs> yeah, GM Emeritus or something like that. Uh, uh, very quickly as uh, they try to throw Schwarber out Schwarber's gonna be in there yeah, with a stolen base so
6: big big, big stolen base a yeah, right little a little bit of a
5: I, I think a little bit of a pitch out there so it is a 3-1 count by the way to uh, JT real Muto
6: yeah that's a bit it's a big development right there with a the runner now in scoring position uh, doesn't really change the odds per se there but a chance at least for the Phillies to potentially take the lead here mm-hmm. in this seventh inning plus 120 is our price and houston is at minus 150 the total is sitting at 12 and a half but uh also in the association as we've been kind of bouncing back and forth here between the world series and the nba we got the nationally televised game between phoenix and new orleans a rematch of last year's first round of the western conference playoffs the suns lead at 33 31 right now laying five and a half in game 214 and a half here on the total. And you mentioned how you were kind of liking the Pelicans. Yeah. To keep half. this close in the first half here in this game. And so far they've been able to do just that.
5: Yeah. Uh, they were four and a half, pretty much market-wide. There was a five at draft game So, you know, that's what happens. Teams kind of step up, uh, you know, when they know, okay, we're without a starter, you get a big effort. And then, uh, you know, you just kind of look at Ed Phoenix who, you know, had that shaky performance against Dallas, but even though they were able to come back and win the ball game, they do come off, uh, you know, uh, that big win over the Warriors on Tuesday night, 134-105. to 105. So, you know, I thought, yeah, maybe, you know, they've had a couple of days off. It was Tuesday night game, so they didn't play Wednesday or Thursday. You know, maybe a little flat here. And uh, so far, at least with 7.03 left to go in the second quarter, they are a tie ball game in Phoenix.
6: And a potential big, big moment here in game one of the World Series with Bryce Harper now yep. at the plate. After Real Milton was able to tr- get a walk. So, runners now on first and second with two outs. Harper at the dish. And his exact plate results are right now off the board over at DraftKings. But in play out is the favorite outcome. But he is 16 to 1 to double plus 650, a single 18 to 1 to hit a home run. And he hit the timely home run as they're showing it right there on, on the broadcast in the eighth inning mm-hmm. of the NLCS that went ahead and clinched that there for the Phillies. Can he come up with another one, F- hitting four thirteen in the postseason? Is Bryce Harper? Yeah, so he's absolutely. Been, he's, he's lived up to the yeah. Billing.
5: Yeah, this isn't this isn't the dude that you necessarily won up uh, in this spot here. Uh, Ray, you uh, getting uh, twenty eight pitches here, so trying to get out of a jam here. The Houston Astros. This is the first time where it's like you feel like they're maybe in danger of losing this game.
6: Yeah, yeah. no, this is a really big spot here. And Harper, who's been a clutch hitter, he's been a big-time guy for this Phillies organization so far in this playoff run, his first-ever World Series appearance, and he has a chance to really kind of put his imprint on this series early on here, 370 with two outs and runners in scoring position in the regular season, three home runs and 20 RBIs. Uh, there'd be no time like the present to go ahead and produce some, some mm-hmm. numbers here as he uh, goes ahead and takes the second pitch. So it's a two Oh count kind of pitching around him, not wanting to give him anything that he would like there, which is the clear sign from Abreu here.
5: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, high, high leverage situation here. Uh, just trying to see maybe if Bryce will chase a little bit, we do have some activity in the bullpen, uh, Hector mm-hmm. Neris, the former Philadelphia Philly now pitching for the uh, blue, orange and light down there in Houston. So, uh, the runners on the base, by the way,
6: Kyle Schwarber at second, J.T. Real Muto at first. Yeah, With with Harper at the plate and now facing a 2-0 count, which is now turned to a 3-0 count, the Phillies are now even money yeah. to win this game. Houston minus now, 130. Now
5: maybe you wonder, okay, do you just go ahead and uh, and put him on and Load then deal up? with Castellanos? Man, it could be a deep drive out to left. <laughs> now, yeah, yeah, I, I, out. Know, I know it's kind of a pick <laughs> your poison, but you know now that your guy is three zero in the count uh, I gotta think Bryce is gonna be taken all the way here though oh yeah yeah
6: he's not gonna swing that'd be pretty crazy if he swings on this one but unless he gets something that he likes
5: yeah he took that, all the way yeah. there uh just a little high slider for uh strike one for Abreu.
6: yeah I mean at this point I I don't think I would w- intentionally walk him just because it's right I don't want to load the bases up, but man, you really don't want to give him anything that's in his wheelhouse because mm-hmm. it could be deposited over the fence. Yeah, which you, is not yeah, what you, you want. don't
5: want you don't want to mess around here. You uh, you know what around and find out.
6: <laughs> Definitely, as Harper and yeah, which draws he's the not going to
5: do because that yeah. is high and outside. So Castellanos uh, going to come in. We'll see if the end there's dusty to go ahead and get Dusty's him. So coming uh, on out. Hector Neris uh, going to come in and try to get this uh, third out here
6: in the seventh. So load him up. Yes. Base is juiced in the top of the seven. Two outs to go. Nick Castellanos up to bat here for the Philadelphia Phillies, but they'll go through a pitching change for Houston before we get to that. So uh, a, a high stakes high leverage spot here in game and, one of the world series.
5: And while we got a chance and we have a little bit of a l- delay with the pitching change down there in Houston, uh, the two football games all tied at 24, 24 yeah, is across the board here, East Carolina and BYU uh, about six minutes left to go in Provo BYU. Uh, is that right? BYU plus three and a half. I think it's East Carolina ball. And that's why 57 and a half on the total 10 and a half to go down there in Miami between Louisiana tech and FIU. Backup quarterback for La Tech tonight, all tied at 24. La Tech minus 165, plus 135 for FIU on the money line.
6: Well, we're two hours down in the third hour. Don't you forget it. We got the Reynolds wrap coming up here. In-game betting strategies for all of tomorrow's college football slate. Plus, we'll keep our tabs on the World Series out there in Houston. v live bet tonight, hour number three, next.
2: From BBC Radio 4.
1: Zumo Play.